Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Jeremy, and we are so excited to bring you this very special Q&A episode with your guys from the Theme Park Shuffle, myself, Logan, and David. This episode was pre-recorded on Tuesday, December 21st, right before the holidays truly kicked into full gear. So you're getting it smack dab in between Christmas and New Year's. So we did want to go ahead and say happy holidays to all. And now here is this episode in its entirety. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Theme Park Shuffle. We have decided to give everybody the gift of Logan, Jeremy, and David and present to you a special episode number 10. And the challenge for this one is going to be called our favorite things. And uh, what we did is our social media expert, Logan, went on the Main Street Magic uh, Facebook feed and he put a question out there for you guys. Ask us a few questions about what our favorite things are about Disney, going to Disney, watching Disney, reading about Disney, podcasting about Disney. And then I'm sure a few of you are going to throw some Harry Potter crap my way. So thank you for that Christmas gift and bunch of Grinches. Um, but yeah, we've got some really awesome questions and I think we are going to randomly just pull them from a hat and this will be a really good chance for you to get to know a little bit more about the men behind the microphone. I don't have a microphone. I have AirPods, but the, I'm behind an AirPod, but the other two guys have microphones. So you'll get to know, you're just going to get to know about us. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get to know about, about Logan, Jeremy, and myself, David. I'm clearly a professional at introducing podcasts. So without any further dudes, Logan, let's ask some questions. Let's do this. So I got the hat for the random shuffle. How's that sound? It sounds wonderful. I love you, David. Excellent. You're the best. A lot of paper in here. A lot of <laughs> I'm questions. A professional. Wait, how Thank do we know who's going first? Uh, David, you're going first. <laughs> there, that's how we know. <laughs> wow, that was dictated. <laughs> there we go. Are you ready, David? Yes, I'm very well prepared. Excellent. Taylor Pitts wants to know, what oh, God. is your favorite Disney or Pixar animated character? My favorite Disney or Pixar animated character, I would have to say, ooh, um, I'll answer both of these. My favorite Disney animated character is the genie from Aladdin. Um, nice. Aladdin is the movie that made me fall back in love with Disney animation when it came out because they were in such a lull there for a little while. And I feel like Aladdin was the one that really, like, kind of brought it back around for me so i'll say genie and as far as pixar it's wally um i know if you guys have listened to like a couple of our past podcasts me and logan uh gave wally the most glowing review that you could could give something um i love wally i think wally is the perfect uh character both from an animation standpoint and just a fun character standpoint yeah thanks taylor love good that. job good job thank you sir uh now i guess the goal was just kind of have one person answer it randomly. But if, if anybody else, like Jeremy, if you just want to kind of say, hey, also, here's my, in case you were wondering. Olaf. Uh, Olaf is my hold favorite. Off? Yeah, Olaf oh, is Olaf. my favorite. Okay. Yeah, Olaf is my favorite. <laughs> You're saying hold Jeremy. off. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Olaf is my favorite. 
probably Disney <laughs> anything character of all time. Straight up. I can just say that. Absolutely. I just got week two ago. I got a tattoo. It's got Olaf. So, yeah. Olaf Stitch. Those are mine. There you go. That is commitment. We'll round it out, Logan. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Like, this is one I was actually thinking really hard about earlier as far as just a character that really resonates with me in some way. And I just have the hardest time thinking about one Disney animated character in particular that I just absolutely love. I would probably say if if, if any of them, it would probably be the Beast. Mm. I just oh, I, I feel like field. being... You know, a giant with long hair. I feel like that just <laughs> personifies okay. me the best. All so, right, all right. so there you go. And then, uh, yeah. For those of you listening, for those of you listening who have never seen Logan in person, he is about six foot seven. And uh, actually, your hair is not nearly as long as it used to That's be. True. Uh, it's more. So, uh, but yeah, that just if you picture like when the beast turns into a human, that's Logan. <laughs> i wonder if people have the same response or they were like dude you were so much hotter when you were a beast <laughs> oh, God, you have a bow in your hair now dude what the heck <laughs> we should do that we'll do a beast uh photo shoot with logan that'd be wonderful <laughs> all right moving on thank you taylor for the question okay question number two for mr jeremy oh gosh here we go what is your favorite water slash boat ride? So you can either be what is your favorite water ride or what is your favorite boat ride? Splash Mountain. Nice. Easy. Easy. I mean, I'm excited for the changes. I absolutely love Princess and the Frog and Tiana. So I'm very excited for the changes. But I've said plenty of times that it's my favorite. It's it's everything. It's a water ride. It's a roller coaster. It's a, it's a um, dark ride. It's a, it's just, it's everything. Splash Mountain is absolute theme park perfection. Good answer. Thank you. Right on. <laughs> you want to take this one, David, or you want to move on? I mean, are we, are we all going to answer every question? No. If we don't so, have to. Buckle up for a four-hour podcast. Everybody. I know exactly. No, no, no. We'll we'll move on. Okay. That was a a non-fan question. So, oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. So my turn. Wah, wah. Let's see. <laughs> here we go. Hey, what is your favorite podcast? Okay, here we go. I got this one. Other than Theme Park Shuffle, and uh, of course, Mainstream Magic. Uh, my favorite podcast right now, hands down, is How I Built This by Guy Ross on NPR. It is phenomenal. It is so informative and so inspiring. And I love how every single episode they cover not only all of the successes, but also all the failures that led to these successes. Um, in regards to sort of next favorite podcasts i won't go into all my wrestling ones i'll save those for david <laughs> in case he gets his question but uh there's the themed attractions podcasts that i really love got freddie and mel they do such a good job with that podcast and if you really for those people who love watching like the imagineering story and want to learn 
a little more about the history of attractions, that is a wonderful podcast uh, as they have a lot of connections in the industry, a lot of former Disney people. So you get to hear backstories from all kinds of different parks and uh, just learn from their experiences. So I, I, those, those are my, my top podcasts right now. Love that. Yeah. I just actually, it was so funny and I'm going to, I'm going to sound like an idiot because I can't remember her name, but, um, I was editing my brother's Razor game show today with his guest, uh, who was a former soccer player. And she mentioned that same podcast as one of her favorites. So I think that's, I like, I want to go check that out now. But it's not like it's not the same one as like the the show on like how they build certain things, right? This is a separate kind no. of like, okay. No. Yeah, it's 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 not like uh not like the Discovery Channel, you right, know, right. Men okay. Who Built America or gotcha. you know, stuff like that. No, this is this is all about businesses. This is all about entrepreneurs, people awesome. who had an idea and how they took their idea and turned it into uh, in some cases, multi-billion dollar wow. companies, I love you that. know? Um, so it's just really cool. And they, yeah. I mean, they cover such a wide range of industries as well. It's not like you just sort of hear about the same stories over and over again. The latest episode is about um, spin masters and Paw Patrol. So, I mean, it, oh, <laughs> they've also awesome. done the, the guy who did Sierra Nevada. They've wow. done uh, all kinds of different apps like app developers. Um, so yeah, it's, it's phenomenal and it's all over the place and it's just all the different industries. So it's that's very awesome. cool. I love it. Um, I'll just throw it real quick. Smartless. Listen to go. Smartless. Jeremy's Subscribe. Favorite. Smartless is, is one of the scrubs most... guys. No, it's nope. actually not. I would still actually check out um, uh, scrubs as well, but Smartless with uh, Jason Bateman will, uh, Arnett and Sean Hayes is absolutely brilliant and they have been landing the most incredible guests lately, which are normally their friends. It is genius. It is hilarious. It's informative. So subscribe to smart list. It's um, yeah, it's one of the best. David, you want to say your favorite? Uh, currently it is one called coffee break. That is about flight paramedicine and critical care paramedicine. Because it's helping me with school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, you know, ventilator settings and uh, proper rapid sequence intubation techniques, all that fun kind of stuff for Christmas. I can't wait to check <laughs> it out. <laughs> you definitely shouldn't. <laughs> and when and when David's not listening to that, he's checking out AEW Unrestricted. Oh, actually, I am a I'm a I like uh, Renee's podcast Oral Sessions. Oh, Oral very, Sessions. Very good. Yep, yep. She's a, a she's an excellent uh, an excellent host, excellent interviewer. It's usually a fairly easy fairly easy listen. Nice. Agreed. I listen to all those except for the one about health. <laughs> So. <laughs> i uh, i imagine i will stop listening to it after school maybe we'll see <laughs> we'll see all right next question here we go here we go Let's see we're back to david and this one is what is your favorite theme park food Ooh, my favorite theme park food um I would have to say that my favorite theme park food is when they have food and wine 
at the Hawaii kiosk. I love the little pork slider that they have at the Hawaii kiosk. That uh, That is usually the first pl- – I don't even know if they still have it. I know they, they have a version of it now, but not the one they used to have. But that was always the first place I would go. Um, that is probably – that and the lobster roll that they used to have in America are my two favorite theme park foods. Jeremy, next question. Here we go. Here we go. This one. Now, if I mispronounce any of these last names, please forgive me. This is Tim Meal wants to know what is your favorite theme park outside of Florida, but not including Disneyland or Disney's California Adventure? It's been forever, but I grew up going to King's Dominion in Virginia. Like, that was my theme park growing up. I didn't know theme parks really prior to that. And uh, until my family started going to uh, Disney World in 1986, it was King's Dominion. So, and we always loved it. It was wonderful. So, it was like the, I just remember roller coasters. That's all. I don't remember much else, but roller coasters. So, King's Dominion, Logan, I feel like you might, do you know that? Like, is that even a, I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. Yeah, that's that's part of yeah. the Cedar Fair family. It oh, used it to be is. part okay. of Paramount Parks. Okay. Now it's it's part of the Cedar Fair family. So yeah. King's yeah. Dominion, King's Island, Cedar Point, you know, all yeah. those. So yeah. yeah. That was and that was more. my go that was our go to. So before Logan Logan tells us all about Lord. Port Aventura <laughs> and before you tell us all about Port Aventura and Spain, I will just say <laughs> my other favorite my other favorite one is Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. Mm. Um wonderful the park wonderful the parks the parks quaint and awesome but just the area around and the story of hershey and yeah yeah, it's it's awesome the whole entire area around there is my favorite you know who i saw there in the big open field creed right out in that big open field that they had they would do concerts all the time and i'm glad you brought that up david because we didn't really do the parks a lot we did them some but we mostly went there and, and saw big outdoor concerts yeah i'm sure and i'm sure they put on a heck of a show for those 12 people that were there listen man (laughs) listen to me (laughs) this was a heyday i heard i heard scott stapp going up the roller coaster asking them to take him higher (laughs) creed jokes everybody (laughs) combined with dad jokes i appreciate that that is logan tell us all about spain oh my god Yes. So my my favorite theme park outside of Florida and really outside of the United States that is non-Disney would have to be Port Aventura in Spain. Yes, oh. absolutely. Hands down. My favorite location. Amazing climate year round. Amazing people in the area. Amazing. And it's just such a wonderful park. It's so beautiful. Originally started out being owned by the Bush family. So it very much has a Bush gardens feel to it with the different parts of the world. Uh, Then was bought by universal universal came in and added some big attractions and uh, then was bought out by some uh, very, very cool Italians and Spaniards. And they are now the owners and operators and do a phenomenal job with the park. And yeah, so love that park. Disney outside of Florida has to be Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh. Just mind blowing. 
absolutely stunning, beautiful park. Even if you don't get to ride any of the rides, which is more than likely going to happen because their waits are on average like three hours long for every attraction, which is nuts. So, yeah, you're going to enjoy the environment. And thankfully, it is so beautifully detailed. <laughs> Good luck going on the rides. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I, lo- I love that you have that, like, international flavor and, and, and experience. I can't wait to get to more parks. I want, I want to really explore Europe. There are so many parks and they're, I mean, gosh, so many of them are celebrating like their centennial. They've been around for hundred years or more. And it, oh gosh, I got a lot more parks to explore for sure. So tip of the iceberg. All right. Next question. It's my turn, right? Okay. Yes, sir. Let's see. Hey, here we go. What is your favorite Disney memory? Well, for for Jeremy's podcast, I already mentioned our amazing, uh, you know, David's bachelor party and everything. So outside of that, my favorite Disney memory would have to be the entire week I spent as part of a class with um, Savannah College of Art and Design which at the time was called Walt Disney Imagineering. And it was an off-campus class. That was by far my favorite Disney memory. You got to spend an entire week learning from the Imagineers, going behind the scenes of all your favorite attractions, getting a peek at everything that was being built at the time before it opened up. I mean, we got to see Art of Animation when it was just concept, sort of proof of concept rooms. We got to see some of the uh, initial cruise ships and what the designs look like for that. I mean, anytime you can actually walk the Haunted Mansion oh. with the lights on and just see and experience everything, it, it is just mind-blowing. And that's really, that class alone sort of changed my my future career path without me even realizing it at that time. That's incredible. awesome. So, yeah. So that's my favorite. Disney that's amazing. Memory. Oh my goodness. Anybody else got a favorite Disney memory? I've actually got one that, uh, we were at, um, we were at Epcot and we have a chase card, a Disney chase card. And there was a sign for an exclusive and we took, I think my daughter was two at the time. So we just went in there not knowing what to expect. And it was just Minnie Mouse and there was nobody else in there. And Minnie literally spent 15 minutes with my two-year-old, like that's awesome. sitting on the ground with her, um, playing wow. patty cake with her, literally just gave her 15 minutes of one-on-one attention that is unmatched with anything that, that I've seen. And it just like my daughter lit up for like the whole rest of the day. So uh, that's, awesome. that's a pretty... That's a pretty uh, predominant memory for me. Oh, I don't know how you're going to do with this one. This might be more of a Jeremy question, but Susan Reiner wants to know what is your favorite? Well, what are your favorites as in multiple places to eat healthy inside all four of the Walt Disney World parks? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to, I am going to hand this one off to Jeremy. <laughs> um, we've done, we've done an episode on dietary needs and gluten and vegan in the past um, on main street magic. 
you know, at Disney, uh, every single restaurant is going to adhere to whatever dietary needs you have, <clears throat> whether it's gluten or it's, you know, um, vegan, vegetarian. So, again, the biggest thing is just ask, uh, talk to a manager at quick service, talk to a chef at table service. Uh, if we're talking about individual, like parks, if we go to the Magic Kingdom, Skipper Canteen is probably going to have some some items more on the healthier side. Uh, for a quick service, you can always go somewhere, probably, gosh, like uh, Cosmic Rays and uh, look for salads, things like that. If we go over to Epcot... Coral Reef tends to be more on the seafood side. Uh, you can certainly, again, pick up some some salads and things throughout a couple quick service. At Animal Kingdom, I'm probably going to look at Satali Canteen, uh, Nomad Lounge. Um, if we go over to Hollywood Studios, I'm kind of thinking like Docking Bay 7. Uh, you could go to the Hollywood Brown Derby. But again, I think the most important thing, whether you're at a resort or park, uh, you know, or Disney Springs, is just talk to the manager of a quick service or, again, you know, the chef of a table service. And regardless of what your needs are, they're going to help you out. Disney wins awards year after year for, you know, uh, making sure that their guests have everything they need when it comes to diet uh, and allergies and things like that at any of their restaurants across the entire property. I will say that with this this trip we did last week with my family, that the plant-based meals I had, I honestly liked more. It, when yeah. you're eating the quick service yeah. places, I find that the plant-based, honestly, is I just feel better yep. after eating there versus getting chicken tenders and french fries yep. so at least if i'm gonna get french fries i might as well get a plant-based burger like the doom burger at columbia sure. harbor house or something yeah. to yeah. counterbalance the fried food of the french fries it's like all right plant-based sandwich french fries i feel a little better and i feel less weighed down and uh, more energized for the rest of the day yes sir yeah 100 you're right okay here we go Next question. Shall I take this back to David since that basically went to Jeremy? I think so. He All looks right. like he's ready for a question. Oh, well, there's, there's no rules here. One, David. Here you go. <laughs> David, what is your favorite Disney park? My favorite Disney park. Honestly, Epcot. I, I like Epcot. I mean, I love Magic Kingdom. Don't get me wrong. And uh, the other two are are decent fun i just i love the the atmosphere of epcot i love the countries i love um i love spaceship earth i think that it is so stupid but it is so fun yeah i just i just really like epcot truthfully that's that's probably my favorite anybody else want to answer it jeremy epcot right now the world showcase pretty much here's my beef with world showcase my only beef with it is what I what I love about it and what I hate about it is the design. Yeah. I wish it had a hub and spoke only because when you are at France and you have to get back to Mexico or to let's say Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind or over to Frozen Ever After to catch your time slot when you only have five minutes left before it expires on your lightning lane. That is a hike yeah it, what what i like about you know the the classic magic kingdom and even 
Hollywood studios is Hollywood studios is so small. It's easy to get from one side to the other in no yeah. time, but at least with magic kingdom, it's so well designed that you can get anywhere very quickly because of the hub and spoke. Um, and animal kingdom, I love animal kingdom, but I think it's, you know, it has sort of the similar flaw where it's just, it's design is so spread out. It becomes very challenging to get from one place to the other oh, yeah. quickly. Yeah. Do you think, do you think the world showcases like that? Cause they never really thought that it would take off to be what it is like. No, I, I mean, I think it's really just part of the, the beauty of having that center showcase lagoon and having shows mm -hmm. out on it. And, you know, they used to, they used to have the ferries like constantly running taking you back and forth. And there's much more activity uh, going on within that space. Now it's basically dominated by harmonious or whatever, yeah you know, nighttime show they're doing. And yeah. You can correct me if I'm wrong there, Jeremy. No, I mean, it makes sense. I guess if that's the design you're looking for, like you just want to walk around a whole circle, but I know we were there just the uh, weekend and we walked all the way around from Canada to Mexico. Didn't want to complete the circle. So we had to walk all the way back again to exit out kind of towards bar Riva. And in that instance, it is not a good design at all uh, and again i i like it i i like it visually i love how you can just see yeah. all the countries and everything like that's cool um it's just frustrating when you need agree. to get from one end to the other agree completely just like where's yep. where's the bridge that cuts straight through the middle like at right? sea world or something you know right no it I, makes total sense but anywho. Cool. Um, oh, and then for me, as far as uh, if we're talking about Disney parks here in Florida, I got to go with Animal Kingdom, not because yeah. of rides in it or anything. It's just the 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 feel, the feel I get when I, I feel relaxed when I'm at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I don't feel relaxed at the other parks, but Animal <laughs> Kingdom, I just relax. I chill. I love being surrounded by trees and nature, even if it is completely manicured and they're really not real trees. I'm okay with that. It feels real. So I love it. And, um, and plus spending time hiking through parts of China and actually going into the Asia walking path to not for not only the animals, but just to sit and see all of the details that went into that entire area it legit feels like i'm i'm back there so it's amazing yeah amazing yeah logan i was gonna say like with part of your job and being a theme park person an immersion person it's got to be one of the best well and i love like i don't even know why i said epcot because usually it's animal kingdom for me but i think it's been the festivals like lately at epcot but you're right. It is the most immersive park. And I think it's the one you can kind of just walk around forever looking at details. It, all the details are nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, but, you know, hey, the, if we're if we're going outside of Florida, though, I'm going back to Tokyo Disney Sea because that park is gorgeous, gorgeous. Absolutely amazing. OK, moving on. Next question. Let's see. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I think. I think so. All right. I think it is you. Ooh, oh, yes. I was hoping I'd get this one. <laughs> Holly Trowbridge wants to know, what is your favorite group to go to Disney with? So, and she sort of listed adults only, 
with children, extended family. And I, I got to say, it depends on the park. So yeah, for, sure. for me, if we're talking about Epcot, even though I got to, I got to give them credit. Epcot is becoming much more family oriented, but if I want to experience world showcase and drink around the world, I'm not going with my four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, so sure. that to me is an adult only experience right there. Uh, if I'm going to magic kingdom, magic kingdom is to me, it, it's, it's the entire family. It is grandparents, it's kids of all ages because they truly have enough rides to accommodate everyone. Um, another one that I would think is another good fit for, um, a, a wide variety of family, or particularly if you have friends who love theater, go to Hollywood studios, mm -hmm. Hollywood studios has so many live shows and experiences and sit down theater type experiences that that's going to be perfect for that family member who can't stand very long, who can't walk very far. So if you have older family members, um, that is a perfect park for that because you literally just sit and watch a show and then you just go to the next thing, sit and walk a show or yep. watch a show. So it's, it's ideal for somebody who, again, likes live theater and shows. It's perfect for that kind of um older I, I would describe it as just sort of an older generation or somebody who might be um uh, disabled in a way where traveling is is very difficult so having a smaller park where you don't have to travel as far and you essentially sit and watch shows and not feel left out that is the perfect park for that yeah and then animal kingdom animal kingdom i think is great for adults i think animal kingdom is great for young lovers <laughs> so oh my goodness. i think okay. that is the most romantic park of the mall because it, it it's just really it's just the perfect place for couples again it, just something about it there's all these like nooks and crannies to kind of get away the just being around the waterfalls being surrounded by nature it just seems like a good place to go as a couple so i would say that's that's a great place to just get away with a loved one go in a you know a, a couple's trip that would have been exactly other than the adults only animal kingdom that would have been the way i answered those questions as well <laughs> well i mean uh, an, an animal kingdom too that's another great one with young kids yeah. because of the zoo because i know god when griffin was two he or last year when he was three he absolutely loved animal kingdom um just because it was like going to a super fancy zoo what's not to love for just sure. don't take the kids in the nooks and crannies of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Hey, David, you get another one from Susan. Here we go. Hi. Susan wants to know, what is your favorite salty snack and sweet snack? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, she brought some treat trivia. So get ready. Susan, Susan's swinging for the fences with the food. Um, yeah. my favorite salty snack. I, I like the, this is, this is dumb, but I like the, uh, cheeseburger egg roll things there, right? As you're walking into the, uh, it's adventure land when yep. you're walking right into there. Yep. Those are good. 
sweet snacks at the um, carnival in the back of Magic Kingdom. They have these uh, chocolate dipped pineapples that are fairly delicious that you can get. And also um, at Disney Springs, I always like to get a slushy at Goofy's Candy. There you go. So this one is for Jeremy. What is your favorite theme park shuffle concept that you've created? My tangled bar. The bar? Yeah. yeah. I love I love doing I love doing anything with food and drink. It's just to me that's my favorite. Like that's I feel yeah, we, like my wheelhouse. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we should uh, kick off 2022 with going back to uh bars. Let's do it. Bar designs. All right. I'm down for that. Hey, answer answer that one, Logan. I want I want to hear what your favorite oh my gosh uh, concept you've done is. That's a tough one. Um, I think the one that I might be most proud of, in the sense where I kind of I, th- I feel like I surprised myself on the project, uh, would probably be my GI Joe versus Cobra retheme of the Jurassic Park land at Islands of Adventure. Um, that one, I just, I, I, I was struggling and then I just kind of hit my stride and it came together in a way that I just never would have, uh, expected. Um, and again, it wasn't the original IP that I wanted to use. So I kind of felt like, oh, I'm scrambling. Uh, but I was really happy with the way it turned out kind of being forced. I don't want to say forced, but, um, you know, having it as a backup to my backup and it worked out great. So that that's the one I think it may not be quote unquote my best one, but I think that's the one I'm kind of most impressed. I've impressed myself the most <laughs> with, with that particular concept only because uh, I, that one was a challenge that I really enjoyed um, nice. dealing with and taking on. Yeah. I like it. David, you. I would say that turning the Wizarding World of Harry Potter into <laughs> Eternia and doing a full, um, not just attraction, but a full He-Man land and to do it with something that I've never been to and something that doesn't particularly interest me and to be able to, I thought it was pretty good, truthfully, Um uh, I think that's the one I am the most proud of pulling off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the day that they make that a reality. I want that <laughs> masters of the universe theme park. All right. Be phenomenal. Let's see. So my turn. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Now I'm probably going to mispronounce his last name. Jason Polemus wants to know what is your favorite tabletop or board game so if i'm playing with adults my favorite board game is risk i absolutely love risk but nobody wants to play with me because i'm extremely competitive and a terrible sport so when i set out for world domination i'm going to do whatever it takes to get it done um so yeah that would as far as that goes a favorite board game with uh, my son right now he loves 
um, how easy Candyland is, and I am totally down for that. It is such an easy, fun game to play. You just all you got to know is colors. That's easy, <laughs> and it goes real quick. Um, not not complicated at all. Uh, just other fun board game. I would have to say Clue. Clue is mm-hmm. just going back to childhood. I just always, 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 always loved Clue. I'm gonna go Monopoly. Um, yeah, I think Monopoly for me is just the best ever. David. I don't really know. I don't really have one. Uh, me and my wife and daughter are enjoying playing Uno Flip right now. So let's just say Uno. Uno is always a fun, a fun yeah. game to play. That's, That's uh, awesome. Especially if you're cutthroat with your five year old and make her cry <laughs> and like, <laughs> not really, but but no, she uh, she's actually pretty cutthroat herself. So no, I like Uno. I'll go with that one. Well, you're just you're just preparing her for the Uno World Championship, which they had this year. There's a, an actual championship belt and everything that you can win for Uno. And uh, yeah, my goodness, you're getting her ready, man. Perfect. You're getting her ready. They even have yeah, a, like- Uno NFTs now you can buy. So oh, you goodness. should start buying them now. Who knows what I don't know what that future. I don't know what you mean. Then never mind. All right, here we go, David. This one's for you. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? What is your favorite Marvel character? Uh, my favorite Marvel character from day one, so much so that I have the emblem tattooed on my back, would be Spider-Man. I have been a Spider-Man fan way before they ever thought of Tobey Maguire being in a movie. I have been a Spider-Man fan since... Todd McFarlane, Eric Larson, Mark Bagley, and other favorite artists were drawing it. I had Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man. Me and Logan both had the first run that Todd McFarlane did of his own Spider-Man series. Um, I am 1,000% a Spider-Man fan. Jeremy, do you have a favorite Marvel character? Captain America. I was going to say Spider-Man, but then you just took it from me. (laughs) No, he's just so pure and good, and I think he's everything we want to see represented in a superhero. There you go. And for me, it's the character who has not made it into the MCU yet, but we share the name, and that is Wolverine, a.k.a. Logan. Come on. Let's get him. Let's get him. Sure. (laughs) It's coming. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Phase, Phase five? Phase five? Yeah, for sure. All right, Jeremy. Here we go. What is your favorite theme park shuffle co-hosts concept what is your favorite Ooh. theme park shuffle concept that either myself or david has made man i y'all are brilliant i can't get over david's uh last episode with the dinosaurs are dead the the, <laughs> the awesome planet remake with olaf because i love those shorts and i'm probably only saying this because it's fresh and i just loved that line but Logan, all your ideas are so well thought out, detailed, and absolutely perfect. I just oh. that one just pops in my head that like I just when he said that moment, I was like, <laughs> oh man, so it was so perfect. He goes, the dinosaurs are dead. It was just <laughs> it just hit me, and I love it, and I love Olaf again. So yeah, Yay, I think that's me. my favorite. That's my favorite moment, not theme. Is that cool? Like, that's my favorite moment, but not theme. Yes. But Logan, yes, my favorite absolutely. theme, There's... my favorite theme is literally your, um, your, your Wreck-It Ralph test track 
from the again the last episode. That's my favorite overall theme. My favorite moment is the dinosaurs are dead. So what we're saying is Jeremy can't remember past last episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, yes. dude, they were He's got too many podcasts to remember. They were both so amazing. So good. David, do you have any favorites? Uh your uh G.I. Joe mm. uh the Cobra, the G.I. Joe land that you did that was like fully immersive. Um, I don't remember the specific land that you turned into it. I just Jurassic remember Park, being right? such a huge yeah, I just I was such a huge GI Joe fan growing up, and the thought of being able to choose GI Joe or Cobra and enjoy this ride, and the way you described it, took me into both the cartoon and playing with them. So um, I would have to say that one. Oh, do you have a favorite for, that uh, Jeremy did? No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um. All right, this sounds silly, and you guys are going to laugh at this. Um, I really dug your first vaudeville style like soda shop bar mm. that we did okay. i i really enjoyed that um the whole concept seemed very like able to be done and just a yeah. place you'd want to go and hang out and just have a great time i really really liked that one i thought that one was good thank you sir solid <laughs> oh man my turn um let's see for Jeremy, I think you really killed it with your uh, Fast and the Furious test track. Oh, I yeah. love that. that. That was really good. That just tied together so well. Um, and then let's see. David. Oh, my gosh. I'm having that a hard time so choosing terrible. which one of the bars. Like, I think that's it, it's which one of the bars. I mean, the yes. pedal pub is just so oh. memorable so good you know what i mean um i almost feel like i have to go with just because uh, to quote you know what jeremy always says it was so out of the box yeah that that was just one of those where again it's like did not see that coming at all and that was that was just such a fun original concept that yeah i was like that's 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 a winner that's memorable right there yeah well, thank you very much. Oh, one one other thing. Jeremy's um, Care Bear Stair Ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know I needed a Care Bear Stair Ride, but I do. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So let's see. So that was Jeremy's question that uh, basically went to all of us. So now it's my turn. So oh, look, not, every question is going to all of us. <laughs> I, I know, right? Well, I'm not going to be able to answer this one, but uh, I think Jeremy will. So Ancho Weeks wants to know, what is your favorite quick service spot for breakfast? Oh, man. And I don't um, get to any of the parks early enough for breakfast. So I just don't know. I could tell you like a dining breakfast, yeah. but not quick service. So I'm going to have to pass to Jeremy. Um, it's so weird because there's not a lot still reopened as far as some of those go. Uh, Woody's lunchbox was always amazing. And we still got to get that back. Um, I will say uh, spyglass grill at um, Caribbean beach resort is not reopened, but it's incredible. For us, we just uh, still, if we're going to grab breakfast, we either bring or order, you know, like um, shipped or Instacart to the room 
Um, otherwise, I would recommend the quick service at the resorts because you really don't want to be worrying about a breakfast once you get to a park. So how about y'all? Like if you could do a sit down, what would you choose? Poly. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, Polynesian for the breakfast, sit down, see Stitch, yep. see Lilo, see Mickey and his Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. David? I'm going to yield to you. Yeah. I'll yield to you guys. I haven't done a breakfast at Disney in so long. It's Because um, we, we normally day trip down there. Right. I was about it, to say, if you're, here you go. Here's a good one. Quick yeah. service spot for breakfast if you're driving from Jacksonville to uh, Disney. At the, uh, at the um, ticket and transportations. Yeah, Bucky's, <laughs> right? I was gonna say, I was Bucky's. gonna say Bucky's. Bucky's. Either that or Chick Fil A. Bucky's or Chick Fil A. There's. <laughs> Truthfully, the the ticket and transportation center has a little kiosk that has some yeah, like, they good got donuts and, and yep. stuff like that. Yeah, quick service is hard right now for breakfast. That was a tough question. That was a good one though. I know. Yes, indeed. Good. Yep. All right. All right. Here we go. Next, this one's going back to you, David. All right. Can't wait. What is your favorite holiday event? My favorite holiday event. I have two of them. Um, well, shoot, I guess one of them doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Mickey's not so scary was hands down my favorite. Um, every single thing about it. I love Halloween. I love the vibe of the park. And I love Epcot at Christmas time. The cookie stroll, the literally the whole thing in the countries. Um, the finding Chip and Dale hidden throughout the countries was something that was really, really fun with my daughter. Um, and Epcot's Santa in the United States is the best Santa Claus. Forget every mall, forget every anything. That Santa Claus was we that that was where we took Emma to see Santa Claus was at Epcot. Him and Mrs. Claus were phenomenal. So my two favorite would be Epcot at Christmas and Mickey's Not So Scary. Rest in peace. <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to take this one on? Uh, Candlelight Processional. There you go. With Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I was waiting for, for sure. it. I really miss him being there, um, and it looks like he should be back next year. I would say. I would say for me, it's either Halloween Horror Nights mm, or yes. I would go for the Navidad at Port Aventura. Their Christmas, just everything about the shows that they do are phenomenal. It, it, while I was away and in Spain, I felt like I was at home every weekend that I went to the park and experienced their Navidad, their Christmas event uh, it just it, it took care of all of the homesickness it was fantastic so it's Holistic. traditional to home here or is it a like what it's is a combination okay. so what's cool is they play like they'll play all of the american hit okay christmas music so it's like oh i feel like i'm back at home but then they have all of these spanish versions as well these spanish songs and all the shows are in spanish but they also still have english in for certain songs you know what i mean like yeah if they sing mariah carey it's going to be in english you know what i mean that's awesome so oh wow yeah it's great and it's so diverse too i mean they got an ice rink so you got an entire ice skating show 
Then they do their big sort of like Cirque du Soleil show inside the, the theater. And then they have all these performers out on the street. They just do it all and everything's decked out. You know, it's all the stuff you would expect from the Snope flying through the air to, wow. to just the, the parade and everything. It's awesome. That's great. Okay. Wow. I think it's, is this Jeremy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, it's Susan again. Susan would Hi, like Susan. to know. What is your favorite Epcot holiday treat this year? Um, oh gosh, it's a it's not a treat. It was the um, what well, treat is like sugar or not? Like, does that have to be a dessert, or we just think anything? I think she's, I think she's thinking more like the dessert. But okay. I think really, if you know, like for instance, if you took the cookie stroll, what was your favorite yeah. cookie? Um, the honestly, they've done a really good job with gingerbread over the past several years. Like a couple of years ago, gingerbread at Epcot was awful. And every year it's gotten better. And this year, the gingerbread man was delicious. He was adorable. Um, we all loved it. I, I would say the gingerbread is actually top notch now. Wow. I didn't try any of the treats this year. Oh, no. So I can't <laughs> give you any answers on that. I haven't been to Epcot for the holiday season this year. So I have no idea. There you go. All right, <laughs> my turn. Okay. All right. Anshel, again, wants to know what is your favorite post ride gift shop? So I have to say, just because it continues the story, I love Phil Harmagic's gift shop. Just the fact that Donald gets shot through the wall. He falls at the end in the theater and then you walk in, you know, you exit the theater and right there in the gift shop is Donald in the center hanging there with all the instruments wrapped around him. And they added, uh, I think they added, I don't remember this originally being there, but maybe I'm thinking wrong, but they have Mickey there in his nice tuxedo. Now um, I just, again, as far as just a continuation of story, I love that. I love that aspect of how the gift shop actually is connected with the story being told in the show. That's what I love. So that's what I'm going for gift shop. Do you guys, you guys have any ones that you want to add to that? You know, weirdly, I love splash mountains because it's awful. <laughs> like it's, but, but at the same time, it's just so perfect. Like you walk out at some of the most random um, merch that you'll ever see, but I absolutely love walking out of Splash Mountain and seeing that little gift shop. I've never seen anybody buy anything, but sometimes they have the greatest stuff. I don't know. It's a weird one, but yeah, that's mine. I don't know if it's actually when you walk out of the attraction, but the Muppets gift shop Ooh, that's like that's right outside one. of the, uh, yeah, the one that's right outside of the uh, the Muppets yep. 3D show yep. in Hollywood Studios. Yep, I very much like that gift shop. That's a very good one. You know, another hey, one that thanks. I just thought of is Norway. I just love the fact that you can take your photo, that selfie with the giant, oh, uh, yeah. with the giant troll. I just love that giant troll. I'm glad they kept it after the Frozen Ever After. Oh, yeah. So and it's... and buy like the most ridiculous like ski equipment in Florida. <laughs> like, what's happening right now? Hey, if like... you live in Florida, <laughs> you need that ski wear. Right. Oh, All right. Man. Here we go. Here we go. 
Next up, back to David. Back we're to starting to make David. a dent in these questions. And we're only Ooh. an hour and 10 minutes into this thing. What, what is your favorite roller coaster? Ooh. Anywhere or Disney roller coaster? No, anywhere. This is my question. Right. Anywhere. That's your All question. Right. So here's, ah. the, here's, the, here's the problem with this thing, guys. I love roller coasters. They hate me. I get so sick on roller coasters. Oh, no. Um, I would say that my favorite roller coaster is Thunder Mountain. Okay. I, I love answer. I love Thunder Mountain. The corkscrew, the whole experience of it. Um, it feels faster than it is. Um, and it's just it's just a fun, enjoyable uh I don't I never feel sick when I get off of it yep. and I very much enjoy it. Yep. So I'm gonna say Thunder Mountain. Jeremy, do you have a favorite coaster from Velocicoaster? All the different parks you've been to. Yeah, Velocicoaster is just oh, mind blowing. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. It is everything a roller coaster should be. It is an assault on the senses in a good way. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Logan, you what's go. yours? I have to say every single Rocky Mountain coaster at the Six Flags Parks. Oh, Every Six wow, Flags okay. Park I've gone to that has gotten one of those Rocky Mountain coaster refurbs, it's just phenomenal yeah it's, it's the smoothest uh, i've i feel insanely safe i mean gosh the the goliath in six flags great america this it, it's so extreme with making sure you stay in that there are actually ankle braces are you serious so not oh only not only are you getting held down by you know just sort of a lap bar there's also these these braces that hold your ankles in place it's like that makes me feel so safe even though oh my <laughs> you should feel goodness. a little claustrophobic and terrified but just having those extra uh, sense of of safety which is exactly what you need when you're getting inverted on right. a wooden coaster yeah. that's a hybrid you know wooden steel coaster um also uh, other than that b&m makes this phenomenal coaster and so many variations those of you who live in orlando or go to the, any of the the orlando parks mako at SeaWorld is a version of this b&m coaster there's multiple of them at uh six flags parks there's also at port aventura the shambhala that is their version of this b&m coaster and i rode that so many times <laughs> and it is just my favorite kind of coaster in a sense, in the same way I like the Rocky Mountains, um, just because it's all about speed and drops. Yeah. But I don't need crazy inversions. I don't need loops. I just want speed and drops. Yeah. And that's really what it captures. And extreme banks. I'm cool with banks. But awesome. yeah, so those those are my wow. answers. Sorry if that's not specific enough, but you know. No, that uh, is how I'm saying. I'm sticking <laughs> with it. Okay. Next. Whose turn is it? Is it Jeremy? Probably. All right, we're going to go uh, with Jeremy. Sure. <laughs> Jeremy, what is your favorite water park? Oh, God, Typhoon Lagoon. I miss it so much. Oh, I want it back. Volcano Bay is incredible. When are they ever going to open it? I don't know. Um, there's something about it. I don't know. There's just something about it. Volcano Bay is amazing, though. But I'll take Typhoon Lagoon. 
We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. In case you didn't hear the news, Typhoon Lagoon at Walt Disney World is reopening on Sunday, January 2nd, while Blizzard Beach will be closing for refurbishment at the same time. And now back to our show. David, do you have anything to add there? We're just going to pass. Um, my favorite is Summer Waves and Jekyll Island. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible, <laughs> there too. You go. I love Jekyll Island. <laughs> Seriously. We used to camp there. We, You know, we had a season pass. We had our camper. We camped there every other month easily, and then we would go to Summer Waves maybe like two times a year. Yeah. Love Summer Waves. I miss Wild yeah, Waters time. down in Ocala. Oh, Wild Waters sure. was the best. All right, here we go. Here we go. Next. I think this is for me. What is your favorite non-Disney park? I'm pretty sure I've already answered this one, but I'm going to go with Port Aventura (laughs) in Spain. Um, But in the United States, my favorite non-Disney park, it's a tie between Six Flags Over Georgia Mm -hmm. and Six Flags Great America. So, so got a lot of friends at those parks and love, loved working there. Can't wait to go back. That's awesome. Nice. Love it. All right. You guys have a favorite non-Disney park? Universal. <laughs> oh yeah. I forget about Universal. I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a lot to compare, <laughs> unfortunately. So Universal. Uh, I'd say Universal or Hershey. Yeah. Oh, I Hers- really like Hershey. Hershey is amazing. All right, here we go. So Jason wants to know, what is your favorite Disney decoration in your house? And this one's for David. Uh, My favorite Disney decoration is actually outside of my house. And I actually think Jeremy has one inside of his house. I have a Mickey-eared Christmas countdown that shines on the side of my house for Christmas. Uh, It i've had shoot i've had it before i had a kid i just i think it's awesome i look forward to seeing it count down i actually go outside at midnight on christmas every day every year and watch it hit zero um it's just a thing i i enjoy and i've always liked it great answer i love it i have the same thing in the house as you said so i, saw, I have you the same one something about yep. it. i love it too it's so cool to look at it's it's amazing yeah yes. i think it was like from lowe's it, it wasn't like from Lowe's. It was from Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next, next, next. Jeremy. Clayton Keating wants to know, what is your favorite Imagineering story? Now, let me clarify. This can be a fun fact or something interesting from the Imagineering story. Um. There was from the Imagineering story about Haunted Mansion where, and again, I don't have all the details probably, but they were talking about starting to design some of the different elements inside of a room and the janitor would come in at night and they would turn on and it scared the crap out of them to the fact that they had to end up like turning them off to not scare him. And I thought that was the coolest story ever. Like, Anything from the Imagineering story is amazing on Disney Plus, but that one to me was just, it was one of those details. I'd like to think that I know a lot about Disney and stories. 
never heard that, never knew that. And it was something very new. And I thought that was just the funniest thing ever that this janitor was coming into a room and they were like, he was scared to death because they were working on props and animatronics and stories and everything. So I thought that was the coolest thing. I just, that was awesome. Was that real quick to add to that? And I think I heard this on that, that the daughter of the voice for Leona on Haunted Mansion worked at Disney after her mother passed away. Correct. She could ride that. Yeah. She could ride that and hear her mom's voice. And to her, that was something that like meant a lot to her to be able to, to get on the ride and hear her mother's voice. I thought that was pretty amazing. Well, not only here, she she could actually see. Yeah. Because it was her Her mom was the head, the Madame Leota. She did the whole video recording. So it was her voice and her face. Yep. And then uh, later, she would be the, she would reprise the role that her mother played. And she even guest starred on The Muppets. Yeah. Oh, The Muppets Haunted Mansion episode. That was outstanding. She was the one who was cleaning Miss Piggy's. Phenomenal. Fishbowl. Kim Irvine. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Next question. So this one, let's see. That was Jeremy. So this one's me. Andrew Mott wants to know what is your favorite world showcase country? Oof. Mexico. Just from a scenic and immersion level for such a small footprint pavilion what they're capable of doing not only i mean the the outside is is just beautiful it's stunning i love seeing it and then once you get inside and the fact you are transported to this just stunning um you know view uh it's all at night you feel like you're there in this beautiful um little village and at the bazaar and uh yeah i just i love it i love being transported that is something where it truly feels like a magical uh you know entry into a whole nother land when you pass into mexico so that's for that reason alone i'm gonna have to go with the mexico pavilion yeah no you're spot on Good answer yep that's perfect 100 percent correct answer? answer Yeah, totally. 100% perfect answer. So I don't have necessarily a favorite country. I have two favorite spots. Okay. Um, Inside Beer Garden in Germany, the atmosphere around there that feels like night and there's a little German, it feels like you're in a German village. Mm -hmm. I really love being in there. But my most favorite spot in all of Epcot is one that, maybe not a lot of people think of in Morocco, you can walk into the back and there is this little area with this little mosaic tile where there's this little water fountain on the wall that is so removed from everything. And there's not usually a lot of people back there. And I've never been to Morocco or Saudi Arabia or anything like that. But that one specific area makes me feel more, like I'm in a different country than any part in Epcot. And it's usually quiet and peaceful and serene. And I absolutely love that spot in Epcot. Sweet. All right. Good question. Here we go. Next, David. Logan. Stephanie Pitts wants to know, what is your favorite 
Walt Disney World ride with and without an IP? Yikes, this is a tough one. Um, with an IP is Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is that is a, an IP, right? Did I get this question right? Well, n- well, well no, 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 because it didn't depends. start that way. <laughs> oh, Logan and I okay. both are like, dude. <laughs> it's hard to say, okay. you know, like no then original. Ride, Let's talk original. Then my favorite ride without an IP is Pirates of the Caribbean. Boom. And <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite ride with an IP, Rise. Mm, that's good yeah yeah just to be able to pull off what they pulled off is is pretty amazing um and i'm a star wars fan but not even like the biggest star wars fan so i'll say rise yeah there you go yeah Uh, the question was harder than i thought it was going to be when you asked it well no i would say um um with rise without everest for me all right my answer is without haunted mansion beautiful yeah no, no Brianer. Beautiful. Yeah. And then with, I'm actually going to go with Flight of Passage. Ooh. I just think it's the best execution using an IP uh, in a truly creative uh, way. So I, totally. I, I think it's flawless in that regard. Totally. Uh, I don't think ha- any of us are wrong. Yes. Haunted Mansion and Pirates are my one and one A. They're, they're right there with each oh, other. Yeah. Haunted. All right. Here we go. Good question. All right. Ooh, here we go. This is a fun one. Jeremy, take a big gulp. Are you ready? Yes, sir. We're all going to end up answering this one. So what is your favorite theme park shuffle challenge so far on episode 10? <laughs> Again, I mean, I'm going to go back. I love the, I loved our initial uh, and it lived on Main Street Magic, so I hope that this is okay. I loved our challenge with the bars. Like, to create bars, bars in Magic Kingdom, that's what started all of this. Yeah. Like, we had this crazy idea, and I was like, dude, I got two really cool, amazing, brilliant friends. Like, let's start something, and that was my favorite. And, and oh, my God, that was so much fun. And we had three, what, I think yeah. we birthed three episodes like we covered every we single freaking thing in that park and gosh, that was so much fun. We should get whoever those two guys you're talking about on the show. I bet they would do a really good job. <laughs> I don't know if we can get them. They're so popular now. They are so famous. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I don't know if they have the budget. I had to say David <laughs> for, for, for me, my favorite challenge so far has been the hardest one, which is our islands of adventure. Hmm. That's just something yeah. so fun for me just because it, it's something I want to do yeah. with my job, yeah. but it's master planning is something that's just not going to happen with where I'm working. So it is so nice to sort of have that flexibility to, to do entire lands and to yeah. really challenge myself in that way. And it was just super fun. Yeah. So yeah, the, that was mine. Uh, David, the whole land thing was really hard like yes it was. It, that was so <laughs> challenging because i don't know if my brain thinks that way i don't know um i really liked the bars uh, it, yeah it was just because we could be some of our other challenges have kind of like pigeonholed us into doing certain things like you have to use this or you have to use that the bars was like 
hey, what do you think would be cool here? And then we could really sort of like stretch our legs. Um, I really, really like bars. And I there's not a single bar that any of us did that I wouldn't love to go to. <laughs> and I also like doing the bar ones because I really loved the listeners ones that they turned in. Oh, yeah. And yeah. reading like people people made people made actual like food and drink <laughs> because of a podcast we did. Somebody did a PowerPoint presentation. Oh my like, goodness. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like, awesome. It was amazing. I mean, so I really, I feel like, I feel like for that to be the introduction to, let's see, a professional theme park uh, employee that <laughs> does rides, a professional podcaster and that this guy. doofus, uh, like, <laughs> and me, <laughs> I think it, it it was a perfect like kickoff for everything, and it was yeah. it was really fun, and I think everybody really All got right. into it. Yeah. Solid answer. Okay, here we go. Hey, this one's for me. Brian Oakley wants to know what is your favorite cue at each park. Ooh. That that at each park makes it a little challenging. Um, let's see for. Epcot, I have to say my favorite cue is Test Track only because there's interactivity. I love the interactivity. I love the design of your car. My son did that this past week. He killed it. He almost <laughs> got the highest score of the day. I'm so proud of him. Yes. Um, yeah. And we just had a blast working on that. Uh, so that's Epcot for, um, oh gosh, Hollywood Studios. Uh, I mean, if you're, if you're going to talk about cues and pre-shows and stuff, Rise of the Resistance is just sort of the, the end-all be-all when it comes to that. But really, if that wasn't in the picture, I got to go with Tower of Terror. I think mm -hmm. Tower of Terror is just such a short, sweet, phenomenal setup for that attraction. Um, for Magic Kingdom, favorite... Oh, well, I got to go with Haunted Mansion again. Yeah. It's like that elevator at the beginning or well, not elevator but you know the the stretching room here in orlando it, it it just sets up the story so well so beautifully it will always be my favorite uh cue and all now that they added the additional games and stuff uh just makes it that much better uh animal kingdom flight yeah i'm gonna have to go with flight so I was trying not to go with flight, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with flight. And that's, yeah. uh, that's all of them. Yep. That's all of them. Yeah. There you go. Woo. My yeah. favorite cues with you there. Totally. All you right. nailed it. Here we go. Here we go. David. Yes. Joe saying him wants to know what is your favorite character from Harry Potter? <laughs> yes. Um, none of them. <laughs> Sir. Um, all right. I will say uh Alan Rickman is my favorite character <laughs> from Harry Potter. That's fair. Snape. Yeah. I, I think it fits you too, because I'm pretty sure you're Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. If that was an insult, I didn't know. No, no it's not. No, 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 no it's no, very not an no, insult. it's very just putting just you in your, your personality. Spot. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. It fits. It you should take the test and let us know, David. Which yeah. house are I'm you? I'm not going to do it. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my God. Theme Park Shuffle fans want to know what house is David King? It, it's fake wizard crap, everybody. It's not real. You're not really in a house. You can't ride a broom. There's no real game called Quidditch. Move on. Oh it is all fun. Here we go. Jeremy. Jason wants to know, and this is a good one. What is your favorite attire for the parks? Ooh, oh, good gosh. question. Attire? Um, uh, honestly, you know, I'm a big fan of wearing Crocs. Crocs are and, big time. And a fanny pack? Yeah, and a fanny pack. And a Main Street Magic t-shirt. And a Main Street Magic t-shirt. And <laughs> Be nice shorts. to cast members. Be nice to cast members hat. You can get them at MainStreetShirts.com. No, seriously, um just be comfortable like seriously shorts t-shirt and i honestly love crocs don't try to be cool nobody's trying to be cool in a theme park just wear what's comfortable do not wear the same shoes day after day pack a different pair of shoes every single day please um and yeah t-shirt and and especially this time of year you got to layer like our weather has been ridiculous these past couple of days, right? Like daytime, yep. you like, you know, you can maybe get away with jeans and a t-shirt nighttime jeans and a sweatshirt. And, but seriously, don't be afraid to wear Crocs is going to be my new thing. Here's, like here's my, my recommendations. <laughs> if you are coming to Orlando in summertime, if you're one of those maniacs who goes to the parks during the summer, <laughs> Because it's the only time of year you have vacation. Here's what I recommend. Go to Lululemon. Buy their tank tops. They are phenomenal. Really? As far as sweat proof, smell proof, they're the best. Then go to either REI or Eddie Bauer and buy their um, hiking shorts. They have these hiking shorts that are water repellent. So again, it's so fantastic when you can wear shorts that are breathable, that are insanely lightweight, and that also, if you go on one of the water rides, you're not going to have swatch, you know, wet crotch all day. So that's, that is so great to avoid. Uh, lastly, I would highly recommend, um, ultra running shoes. They are the lightest running shoes I have ever worn. It's like walking around in socks, but you get all the support. Nice. It is just so nice. And it keeps everything so lightweight, breathable. Oh, love it. Highly nice. recommend those and just a comfortable hat. There you go. There it is. There you go. All right. David, do you have anything to add? Fanny pack or? I wear flip flops. There oh you my go. God. I can't. I can't do it anymore. My back. All right. Oh, mine's mine's way past shot, so it doesn't matter what <laughs> Okay. I think is this my turn? I think so. Or wait, or is it David's turn? I don't even know. Oh, it's probably David's. All right. No Jeremy sure. was you were the last question. The last so yeah, yes, so sir. it's my turn. Yes, sir. What is your favorite attraction or ride of all time? I, I gotta say just just off of the attraction that has made the biggest impact on me and the most memorable attraction for me going all the way back to early 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 childhood haunted mansion still to this day holds up on all, all fronts yeah 
it, it, sure. just, it seems to never age it i gotta go with with haunted mansion to, yes. of all time so yeah yes agree like you want to say like you know flight of passage rise of resistance uh velocicoaster but you're right haunted mansion is the greatest attraction of all time hands down. yeah yeah mine's mine's mansion or pirates i do love all these new interactive rides that oh, sally's yeah. making don't get me wrong oh, but amazing yeah it's hard to be i have heard wonderful things about Sally. <laughs> <laughs> here we go all right david what is your favorite non theme park place you've ever traveled my favorite non-theme park place so i'm not as fortunate as logan to have gone out of the country as many times as he has um but i will tell you that my favorite place to be that is not theme park related is wrigley field in chicago um i have been a cubs fan since i was a little boy and the first time that i went to wrigley Man, the, the grass is greener, the bricks are redder, the ivy is phenomenal, the beer tastes better, um, just everything about it, uh, the area around Wrigley. And I've been to Wrigley now seven or eight times, and every single time it's still phenomenal. Wrigley Field is where that's that's my place, man. I love it. Awesome. Jeremy, did you want to take a stab at this one? Do you uh, have a favorite non-park place? Key West. I love Key West. Yeah, I love Key West. I'm, I'll go. I'll go to Key West, and I'm cool. Yeah, dude, we got we got ten episodes of Key West. <laughs> we really wanted to get into it. Oh man, there we go, Logan. I think that that might have to be a future episode as yeah. a Key West theme park. Let's do Ooh. it. Oh, no, oh my. that'd be good. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh my, indeed. Yeah. Oh gosh. Let's see. For me, favorite non-park place I've traveled. Oh, that was really hard. Goodness, um, you've been a lot of places, right? Like I, I have. Uh, I will have to. Oh, it's a toss-up. I'm torn right now because I mean, there's there's the five months that I lived in Hong Kong with my. My wife at the time, um, my girlfriend, and then became my fiance while we were over there. That was uh, really amazing. But as far as just places that I visited with her, um, it, it's really I'm torn between Thailand and Hawaii. Both of those places were just amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah, those might be my two favorite places I've been to. I love the beach and I also love being able to, to hike and, and just get out and explore. And so those two totally. places provided a lot of that. So that's awesome. All right. Sticking to it. We're almost done here, guys. Only like two hours later. <laughs> All hey, right. I thought of a real quick. I thought of a cool, like part two, we could do to this ask the same questions and have us answer for each other and see how close, or maybe get different questions and be like, Hey, David, what do you think Jeremy's favorite something or other is Or That'd be kind of fun. Is this, what is that called? The honeymoon game or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. And you're like, yeah, you write down your answers on the card and then you yes. show them. They're like, no, that's not even close. Hey, Jer 
Jeremy, we've known each other a long time, but we you're have. gonna lose to me, Logan. I know, I know, I will. I totally will. Somebody's sleeping on the couch after this episode. Totally sleeping on the couch over this guy. <laughs> Here we go. All right, David, what is your favorite Marvel movie or show? Ooh. 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 I know there's been some good ones recently. Um, 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 um Infinity War. Okay. That was the MCU's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. The the fact that they lost at the end and it it just didn't go where you expected it to go. Um so just well done. I think Infinity War was the best. And show if we're going to just end, do that super quick. Um Netflix's first season of Daredevil was ridiculous. Like, so good. Um, So that's what I'll go with on this. I actually think their last season was even better than their first season. I'm just just happy to see, spoiler alert. (laughs) No, no, no. Never mind. I'm yeah, not some, saying anything. Yeah, so Marvel's pretty cool. I mean, that's like yeah. they've done some cool stuff. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have a favorite movie and show real quick? Uh, yeah, I'll just go real quick. I mean, yeah, Infinity War Endgame was incredible, but I will say that, um, yeah, No Way Home was pretty good. That's it. That's yeah, all I for got. sure. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. My favorite movie right <laughs> now is definitely No Way Home. Yes. It just blew okay. expectations yeah. away. Um, yeah. And then favorite show, I still got to say, WandaVision is still my favorite Marvel show. Uh, What they were able to accomplish with that still just blows my mind. And they did things that nobody's ever done before in the sense where like uh, a a comic book show Mm -hmm. that really made people heavily research the original source material. That was so, so smart and so well done and just created a whole new generation of Scarlet Witch and Vision fans that did not exist prior to that show. Yeah. So, so beautifully done. Brilliant. All right. Brilliant. Next, Jeremy, Kristen Cassidy wants to know what is your favorite type of ride? Probably roller coaster. Uh, even if you go across like all the Orlando parks or at least Disney and Universal, like, you know, Everest and Velocicoaster and Rock and Roller Coaster, Big Thunder Mountain, Hulk. All of these, I want a good thrill ride coaster that goes with a wonderful um, story. And like we talked about earlier, a really good cue, I would say. All right. <laughs> I'm definitely going with Dark Ride. Okay. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. David? It's Dark Rides. I I love Dark Rides. It's awesome. All right. Sweet. Two more, guys. Two right. more. Let's do Here it. Here we go. This one is for me. Ryan learned wants to know what is your favorite bathroom? <laughs> now, you guys made it seem like you knew this answer for yourselves very quickly. Like there was no thought to this one. Tangled in magic. If I'm uh, if I'm having to pick a bathroom that is not my own in my home, because <laughs> that would have to be my favorite. Obviously. But if I'm going with a a a destination bathroom. <laughs> Um, I actually think for me so far, the Hilton Grand Vacation. Oh my goodness. At SeaWorld 
has a phenomenal got a giant garden tub it's got the walk-in <laughs> shower it has the his and her it it is just such a, just a winner of a bathroom um because it's really very funny uh on property i made a joke on facebook that my favorite one is the first one at ticket and transportation because mm. we always day trip down there and i am sprinting for that thing by the time <laughs> that we get there uh the nicest away from home bathroom uh my actually logan can attest to this I can. my wife and i's first like trip when we started dating was to the bohemian in savannah we stayed on the river and we stayed in like the corner room in the bohemian um and i told her when i booked the room that i i was really showing out for the first time and this would never happen again <laughs> um, this bathroom was phenomenal it was like you didn't want to leave it was so so nice and it was uh, so nice. the reason the reason Logan could attest is he lived in Savannah at the time, and I called him up. I was like, you got to come see this room. So he came <laughs> up and checked it out. It was amazing. I mean, the hot tub was like right in the middle of the room. Oh, it, was, wow. it was awesome. Wow. Yes, it was. On yeah. to the next. Hey, last question. Last question. Hey, and it's also our last question from Jason. So here we go. Yes. Thank you, Jason, for all the Thank questions. You, and all of our fans for all the questions. Oh, we love we you really guys. appreciate it. Yes, sir. Jason, what you're the man. Your- that's right. What is your favorite change Disney has made in the last five years? Last five years, the greatest change that Disney has made has not been made in the parks. It's okay. called Disney Plus. Agreed. 100%. Brilliant. 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 I will I'll look at it from a park point of view. And I don't necessarily know if this is in like the last five years. It might be more in the last like seven to ten. But Epcot leaning into the food and drink aspect of good one. that has given a whole other life to going to Epcot yeah. as yeah. It, just the fact that literally I want to go to Epcot to eat and yep. drink now. And I really think that that started with food and wine and then they realized, oh, hey, wait a second. And they have leaned super hard into doing that. Yeah. So that's going to be my answer. Yeah. Good answer. Um, Me too. Jeremy. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, Josh DiMarco. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your man Love crush. Him. He talks about that guy a lot, doesn't he? I still don't even know who it is. <laughs> Calls him by his first name. I'm trying to think. That's a really, really great question with everything that's gone on uh, the past five years and especially the past two. I can think of something that's been added in the last five years that's really helped out Disney. It's phenomenal. It's called Main Street Magic, and it's a heck of a podcast. That is a really good one. What I think they have done, and I know price, you know, prices are increasing and things are increasing, but I feel that Disney has continually put stuff back into the parks as far as getting giving us rides like uh, Rise of the Resistance and the entire Galaxy's Edge area. You know, we are going to eventually here get Tron. We are getting Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. We have seen improvements in the resorts, in the parks. And so it's something that as a pass holder, nobody wants to spend more money. But I personally feel that with the more money that we spend, we are still getting more out of it. And so I think maybe that's kind of my answer. Like, you know, I mean, I, I feel that I am uh, giving an investment <laughs> into the parks and I'm seeing returns on those results, if that makes sense. Did we finish them? Yeah, we're done. We don't have any more questions, guys. 
that was like how long was that two hours long yeah it's pretty good <laughs> yeah no. sure. well i'm gonna get i'm, I'm gonna kidding. cut i'm gonna cut it all down no 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 i yeah. know but uh but yeah hey we accomplished it guys Woo! we did it Woo! that was Thank so you. much fun Thank you to the, the Main Street Magic community for providing additional questions. And uh, hopefully we answered them in a way that leaves you satisfied. And uh, yeah, and hopefully sure. this wasn't too long for those of you who are listening to this episode. I know it's different than the traditional Theme Park Shuffle episode doing a sort of a Q&A. But we're happy that you guys were involved. And yeah. we, we want to try to do more experiences that involve the fans so hopefully this is just the beginning of that yeah and really uh the biggest thing is that this will be the very last theme park shuffle episode that is available on the main street magic feed so starting with episode 11 you will have to go search out on your favorite podcasting platform and you're going to have to look up theme park shuffle and subscribe if you want to continue to get these episodes and trust me you do I just want to say, um, you know, Merry Christmas to all you guys. And I really think that it's very cool that you guys have taken two friends of Jeremy who I have zero any kind of podcasting experience. I know Logan has been on Main Street Magic, but you guys have really welcomed us. Um, I've had some amazing conversations with people that I've never met face to face, but you guys have made us a part of this awesome, awesome community. Um, man, you you just really welcomed us and made us feel so special and and so you know like that we're really a part of something that could to turn into something big. And I know I'm forever grateful for it. I'm sure Jeremy and Logan are. Yep. And yeah. the Main Street Magic slash Theme Park Shuffle community is phenomenal and we are going to bust our butts to bring you more wonderful wonderful ideas and i'm gonna bring you more reasons to dislike me <laughs> well, vi- <laughs> yeah yeah many more um harry potter <laughs> themed uh episodes i oh, guess but i have so many horrible <laughs> traits you guys haven't even seen yet logan you're the king of uh outros why don't you close this out here because we appreciate po- you my man possibly the worst outro man but oh sure, god I'll, you're uh, the best I'll, intro I'll outro, man. i will take us away you know theme park I think, voice that's I think, who uh, logan the, is the most important thing to say here is just thank you to all of you uh please everyone be safe these holidays as you're traveling visiting family enjoy the time you have with them turn off your phones put away the computers, just spend time with your loved ones, do it while you can. You never know what's going to happen in 2022. So seriously, just enjoy and savor every single moment you guys got. And again, thank you. Happy holidays. Please. If you get a chance, go out, subscribe. Like Jeremy said, uh, from myself, from David, from Jeremy, a heartfelt, Thank you. We appreciate you guys so much for supporting us throughout this year. It's been so fun to create all these new concepts and to get your feedback. And we look forward to doing more next year. So cheers to 2022. Love you guys. Good night. Good night.